Santa. Oh, and I'm Dan. Huh. Wait. And this is after ho ho work. Huh. Uh, uh, uh. Where we talk about ho 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 Where we uh, talk about the things we do after work. Yeah, not that stuff in the middle of the day, like uh, wrapping presents, getting ready for Christmas. Ho ho ho. <laughs> yeah, and, we don't talk uh, about that. Making a hefty, hefty, hefty profit off those little children. No profit. Come of, on. This Don't disrespect Santa with that. What time of year. Ho, ho, ho. No self-respecting Santa would make money off of kids by taking pictures. I'm sorry, that's from my doing work podcast. Ho, ho, ho. Hey, Dan, it's Christmas time. Yeah. And uh, when this episode comes out. Am I allowed to call you Brooks? Yeah, Brooks is here now. Okay. And good. there goes my uh, heaters blowing. But, hey, it's Christmas time. My family, a couple members of my family came over yesterday night. And we went to a little place called Peacock Lane. Oh, that's famous. Have you ever been? One time. One time. Uh, it is a street in town, Portland, Portland, Oregon, south, southeast Portland, Oregon, where it, they're required. The HOA only says one thing. It says you can't make your house look modern because <laughs> all the houses look like all old school. I think it's just because they're old. Peaked roofs. No, but they're just old. I don't think they allow, like, certain modern builds. Yeah, we know HOAs are bad. Get on with it. And the other part of the HOA, the one good part is for three weeks of the year, you have to, you're required to put Christmas lights on your house and not be able to park on your street. And uh, 100,000 people go down your street every every year. Walking or riding in their cars, looking at Christmas lights. And how was it? Were you six feet away from everybody? I was uh, mostly, except for this one, two of these two kids that their mom decided uh, that it would be a funner experience if while she was driving, they got out and started walking. So they got out and there's like thousands of people walking down the street and they're like, you know, standing Six inches behind me. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing back there, kids? And then I moved to the side, and they kind of got in front of me. Uh-oh. They cut in line and looking. And then the mom, turns out, was just holding up all the traffic on the street. And then eventually was like, all right, kids, get back in the car. I thought she was just going to drive off and, like, Leave them. pick them up later or something. Kids don't know how that works. Uh, but it was fun. I went there. I have a video of me as a baby in a stroller being pushed down that street from 1986, I believe. Nice. And uh, there's one house that hasn't changed. They have a Grinch. They they got a Grinch-themed front yard. So they have the last picture from the Grinch book, whatever. And he noticed that they... The people of the town were singing, and his heart grew, blah, 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 five sizes that day. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, still the exact same wooden cutout painted that they put out for three weeks a year. Well, they don't want to put too much effort into this. I knew somebody, or my brother knew somebody that lived on that street. Yeah. At one point, they wanted me to help him move, but mm-hmm. they didn't want to pay. The professional mover? Professional mover rate. Hmm. So I said the nay no. I'm sorry. I will not do that for under scale, especially some rich guy living on Peacock Lane. 
Yeah. Sorry. Fork it over. It's not Christmas, and I'm not in the Christmas spirit. It's July. It's hot out. When they asked. Well, Dan, how are you? I'm doing pretty well. Do we have any emails? Oh, it's email time. Afterworkpod at gmail.com. Afterworkpod at gmail.com. I'll just read a couple here. Uh, Gentlemen. Two. This one's from Andy. Oh, hey, Andy. Uh, Long time no email. Gentlemen. I love playing board games. The first time I played Terraforming terraforming Mars, I didn't have much fun. Me either. Uh, The guy who taught me didn't explain very well. They never do. And everyone else had played before, but I tried it again via tabletop simulator with different friends and had a great time. Maybe it was just the friends. Um, I do sort of regret not going for the Kickstarter version with the sweet 3D tiles and stuff. Do you have any other favorites? Well, Andy, um, I didn't realize there was a Kickstarter version of Terraforming Mars. I've probably played it four or five times, maybe more at this point. Um, Other favorites, I would say... No, he does not have any favorites. uh, uh, Well, hold hold on. Definitely not evolution. (laughs) He asked, when you asked for his favorite, he's going to tell you what his least favorite is. Anything but that. Uh, There was, there's a... A couple of others that I've played multiple times that I enjoy but take a little bit longer are uh, Caverna and Scythe, S-C-Y-T-H, Scythe. Cool. Uh, those are pretty good. But those just take longer? Take like... longer, especially if you don't know what you're doing. Caverna lies, and it says it only takes a half an hour per player, but well, I've never experienced a game less than four hours long. And that's with only one player. Three players three players uh oh we got another two emails what uh, lunchbox note uh from andy as well uh gentlemen please see the attached image yeah i will i will i will see you brooks describe it to me paint i will describe it paint a there is a ghost a classic ghost classic ghost like from uh spider-man from uh pac-man and he is carrying a, is that a present? present wrapped with purple wrapping and and a and a red bow, and it says the ghost of Christmas presents. Uh. <laughs> <clears throat> Thanks, that, Andy. That is Andy's uh, brother-in-law or brother that writes sweet notes for his kids' lunch. I believe. Very nice. Much better father than either of us. I've never written a single note for my children. And if you want to be on the show, afterworkpod at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, man. It is real Christmassy around here. Yeah, man. Have you done anything Christmassy? Oh, yeah. In this past couple of days? I'm I... beginning to feel like I'm a rap god. Rap god. Are you a rap god? I've been rapping. Rapping? presents oh you got me there man with uh-huh, those presents uh-huh. so what's your what's your deal man i know everybody has certain number of presents so wrap every year i think actually we we discussed this before and you're like no no save it but i thought about it the first thing is not make sure that sheet of wrapping paper is the correct size no the first thing is make sure that whatever you're wrapping is in a box okay that's step number one if it's not in a box put it in the box to wrap it or 
put it in a bag. Okay. The lazy man's wrapping. Yeah, there we go. But bags have been making a big turn in the last 10 years. I believe they're, you know, they're creeping up on wrapping paper. They are. And here's the thing about the bag. You Please. don't have to throw it away. Yeah, I got it. Please, people, do not put stickers or write on bags. Well, my mother-in-law, she gets us, for winter solstice, she gets us presents. Usually, like, something to keep us warm. This okay. year, she got us all matching pajamas. Pajamas? Okay. And uh, she puts them in bags with our name on them from her. Oh, but do you give the bag back? And we give the bag back, and she reuses it until they're, like, just tattered. They make them, you know, 10 years, and then we get a new bag. What if you just made custom bags? Okay. It's like a stocking. We do this with stockings. Fabric bags. We we do this with stockings, and we do this with grocery stores. Mm -hmm. Why don't we do this with presents? Okay. We make bags, and we embroider people's names on them. All right. And they're like Christmassy. My mom uh, just puts presents in pillowcases and then asks for the pillowcases back because she just has a lot of pillowcases. Is this true? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, we open, we un, it's a pillowcase wrapped up with the thing inside hmm. and then like a string wrapped around it. Like, here's this. Hmm. Okay. Are they Christmassy pillowcases? No, they're just pillows. Like, she puts her pillows inside of these things when they hit the rotation but she must have you know from all these years of collecting you never throw out a pillowcase i wonder okay it just I wonder becomes a how, sack i wonder how much money oh no we can't oh wait i wonder how much money we could make if we came out with present uh like reusable gift bags with embroidery options okay. uh, you don't have to embroider it but embroidery options or maybe there's even better. Oh, I got it. I figured it out. What'd you figure? What'd you? You figure? know how you can get like a patch that says your name on it on on your uniform or whatever. Like military people have patches for a flag. Mm -hmm. You just put a Velcro patch, and that's where you put the person's name to and from. So you just get part of your Christmas decorations. You have a Velcro thing with somebody's name on it. All the people in your well, family, depending on how many presents you get them, you might have four or five. Mm, all right. And everybody gives back the name tags and may or may not keep. Yeah. I'd be I'd be eyeballing my brother's presence and like. And just switch the name tags out. Swapped. Okay. Looks like his is going to be better than mine. Oh, wow. Well, okay, Dan. Okay, so, those, oh, so sorry, wrapping. Those things are much better than wrapping paper. <laughs> yeah. Okay, anyway, wrapping. So the key is to make sure that all your lines are crisp. Some people, they get going and the key the first key is when you fold that piece of that first piece of, of wrapping paper over, I tape it to the box. Mm. That way I have something to pull against because otherwise you're trying to squeeze them together and put a piece of tape on there. It won't work. I mean, that's definitely when you're going for quality. Step number two. Step number two. Go. Okay. The next time and every consecutive time after that, that you tape a piece of paper down, you always put the tape on the side that you're pulling okay first so so i'll fold one piece of paper over tape it down the next piece of paper i'll fold it over and as i'm gonna tape it down i'll put the tape on the piece of paper that i'm pulling tight and i'll pull with the tape on it and then i'll put it down that way it's really tight crisp you want it tight don't i've ripped things before because 
You got to have Dan strength. Getting a little excited. And it's just paper. So <laughs> just tight, not thicker paper. Oh, yeah. Don't buy the cheap paper or it will just rip. And then the corners get a little tricky. Uh, I don't know the, the best way to explain it on the audio podcast, but if you don't have too much paper, it's much, much easier. Uh, I have been tricked. Let's go back to this cheap wrapping paper. Oh, yeah. You know, you pick up the roll and you're like, this is a heavy roll. You look at the end. Right. Maybe you see the Mickey Mouse roll mm-hmm. and it's like goes one time around the tube. Oh, yeah. And it's six dollars. And uh, but then you you look at uh, another just blue, like a maybe a light, light color, mm-hmm. white with some like uh, puppies wearing Santa Claus hats. Obviously. And you're like, whoa, there's a lot of paper on this puppies wearing Santa Claus. I mean, I'm getting the most bang for my buck. And then I go to wrap a present and it's white paper and it's as thin as can be. But it's a lot of paper. But it's a lot, but you have to go two times around because you can just straight see through the white part. It's like wearing white swim trunks and going swimming. No, do not do that. Do not do that. Then you pretty much see the present in both cases. So uh, when you're buying wrapping paper, just get it at Costco. Okay, that's probably the best. Because they're big, thick rolls, and it's nice, thick paper. Anyway, so now every edge that I fold, that I uh, am putting down that will be exposed, mm-hmm. I fold it over. First? I fold it over. So so that first that first piece of paper that I taped down to the box, uh-huh. right? I don't fold that over because you're not going to see it. It's invisible because the other piece, the other side, I'm going to put on top. But the edge of that paper, I fold just a little bit. It doesn't have to be more than a quarter of an inch, whatever, half an inch. It doesn't matter. You're just a nice folded edge. That way you'll never see that cut piece of paper. Oh, yeah. You only see wrapping paper. This is fine finishing craftsmanship here. Yeah. The corners are well where you will tend to fall apart. But remember... Don't worry too much about the corners or the sides of the box where all that folded wrapping paper is. Just try and get nice crisp lines over there. And if it's a little bit of, a little bit puffy, then whatever. It's fine. That's more ribbons. Put If you put ribbons on the front of the box, people won't look at that. Yeah. But their eyes get distracted by that sweet, sweet ribbon. And if you keep it nice and taut, nobody wants to get a present where you grab it and you pick it up and the box is... Is like loose. falling around inside the paper. Oh, man. Nobody wants that. All right. Well, what about something like a triangle-shaped box? Maybe it's like bigger on one <clears> end. This is where you find a bigger box to slip it into. I would probably just only wrap square boxes. Okay. Leave that for somebody else. Put it behind the tree and say, wait, there's something else back there. Uh, you can do the trick of wrap up a box that has a note in it. Okay. And then you go on about a uh, scavenger hunt. Scavenger hunt, yeah. All right. Where a progressive scavenger, where you find another note, and then it's wrapped, and then another note, and then it's wrapped. And you finally end up in the garage, and you're like, oh, look at that. A big thing. Ooh, a table saw that somebody got me and put down in the garage. Wait, what? And then I I didn't have to carry that box upstairs. That's a great idea. I'll I'll make a scavenger hunt for myself. (laughs) Write that down. And it'll all be things that I want it's like go to the coffee go to the kitchen 
make yourself a cup of coffee. All right. And then inside my coffee cup is another note, and it's like, preheat the stove for some eggs. Go get your eggs out of the fridge. Then in the fridge, in that carton of eggs, another note. Okay, so. And it's like, go to the bathroom. You know how. Go in there for a while. No, don't do that. All right. This, no, this is out of control. So, when you, you know how you get the little stickers that have the to and the from? Mm -hmm. I don't use those. I get a Sharpie. I have two Sharpies. I got a black Sharpie and I have a silver Sharpie because black Sharpie doesn't show up on dark wrapping paper. Okay. Silver Sharpie does. So you got your two choices. If you have dark wrapping paper, you use the silver one. If you have light wrapping paper, you use the black one. And you just write to this person from this person. And also, here's, here's a trick. When there's a pattern or something on the wrapping paper, you draw some pictures while you're there. You got a Sharpie. Wow. Start filling in stars or drawing pictures. Put a, put an extra hat on something. Do something. Yeah. But you have a Sharpie. You're already there. I don't like putting ribbons and bows on packages. Not because I don't like them, but because when you go to carry them, you'll squish them. Oh, if you true. carry more than one box and you, you know, um, you have to optimally carry a lot of yeah. those boxes. I, so, yeah, I buy presents just that are easy to carry a lot of. So I, I don't like anything protruding from the top of my presents. Okay. So no bows. Because one year I put bows on things and I carried them around and half of them just ripped right off before I got to where I was going. Oh, man. So now I draw on the wrapping. You could draw a bow. Draw a bow. Get good at drawing bows. Save, save money on bows. Yeah. Okay. Spend all your money on wrapping paper and Sharpies. There we go. I think, yeah. I like Sharpies better. You can write the name however you like. My son Daniel the other day, uh, Wanted to had a Sharpie. We'll get into it, why he had a Sharpie. But he's like, I want to write, I want to put a heart on my hand. And I was like, uh, sure, you're off for winter break from school. This will probably be off by by uh, the time school starts. I mean, he it, did it. It will be. It will be. <laughs> Dude, a couple of weeks, do it. Go. I was like, go for it. You know, he, and then he went to his feet. And then he started moving up his legs a little with that Sharpie. And I was oh, like, no. all right, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> I want a sleeve. <laughs> Full on sleeve. Well, Dan, now it's time for a little thing that we like to call Around, around, around. Hey, Dan, what have you been up to? I smoked a turkey. What? <laughs> Not for Thanksgiving, but for nothing. Just uh, some people came over, smoked a turkey. And since you have that smoker, how long have you had that smoker now? A year? Something? year and a half? You got it in the spring? Or, or did I get it this year? I don't even know. I feel like we probably talked about it on the podcast. We could look back. I could look at titles, but I'm, I'm... Smoking it up with Dan, I, I believe can't. I called it. I can't know. So I've had it for more than a year now. I've never smoked a turkey. How is it? I didn't do a great job. Uh, I gotta, I gotta do more things like use the injector and put butter inside of it and brine oh, it. Oh yeah. I think if I did all those things and then maybe followed the instructions and let it go a little lower, a little slower, it would have come out a little better. But it was 
fine. Success. <laughs> it was a turkey. It was a turkey. Came out of the smoker. I mean, turkeys are all right. Yeah. Does it smell like smoke? Oh, yeah. Mesquite? I uh, use cherry. Cherry pellets? It's a pellet smoker. Cool. I uh, did end up making a chick, uh, turkey soup after, uh, after oh, yeah. with the leftovers. Noodles? Turkey noodle soup? No noodles. I don't like to put noodles in soup. They soak up all that good broth. Mm. I make a bone broth after, you know, I took the carcass and whatever and cook that up for four hours or so. And then you let that set overnight and you make your soup the next day. Nice. What about you? Well, I, because of the, uh, because of the Sharpies, my wife ordered the shrinky dink material, I think they call it. Magical know. shrinking paper, plastic paper. I don't know what that is. It's a, uh, a piece of paper. Regular paper size. You draw on it with pens and color pencils or whatever. And then you put it in the oven and it shrinks to one-fifth its size. Whoa. And this is like the opposite of those little animals that you that you get and they're teeny tiny and you get them wet and they grow. Yep. It's the complete Shrinky opposite. Uh, so I'd never used one. I've heard of somebody gave me one as a gift. They make they make for great Christmas ornaments. Okay. Somebody gave me one 10 years ago, and I was like, that's pretty cool. Because it's like a clear piece of paper, plastic paper, and you just set it on whatever, and you can just easily trace it. Trace. Uh, I traced a my kids into Captain Underpants. So I was, mm -hmm. his book was just sitting there, and I traced it, and then I filled it in with colors. And it doesn't have to be as detailed in quality because when it shrinks – it makes it like uh, it fills in, makes those colors more vibrant when it shrinks. And also, I made an alligator as a Christmas present. A measuring alligator for my nieces and nephew, soon to be nephew. And that's going to be a Christmas present. I was out in the shop, did this thing. Oh, like a ruler? Like a ruler. Like it starts at two feet or it starts at one foot. 10 inches mm. and goes up to seven foot three inches. So it's a five and a half something. Okay. Foot long thing yeah. alligator. So as long as they're not taller than seven two, it's going to work out for them. Well, they'll be out of the house by then. Yeah, they might come back and hit their head on the door frame mm -hmm. coming in. But yeah, I think it's going to work out nicely. And that being said, it's Christmas time, and I have to go upstairs and, you know, drink some eggnog with my wife. Maybe sing some magical Christmas songs, or uh, watch a Christmas movie, or Christmassy, Christmas, Chris, Chris, Christmassy, Chris, Chris? Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. But Dan, thanks for uh, telling everybody about how awesome rapping is. So we right. figured out it's bags. Yeah, if you're not good, bags. Just get bags. All right. Well, we'll see y'all next time. After work. After work.